Wow. What a day of football, Austin. Welcome to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Austin and I are here to recap the week 10. Week 10 of the football season, there was a lot of action. So stay tuned to figure out all the craziness. It was one of the more crazy, one of the crazier weeks I've ever seen. Some of, one of, some of the more crazy games I've ever seen. But Austin and I are here to talk about the games, get you ready going into next week. Should be a fun time. This is KNA Football. All right, Austin. So, let's let's breathe a little bit. I know. Last yesterday took <laughs> took a lot of our breaths away watching the games. That's true. There's a lot of great games. There was. Yesterday. I mean, obviously, we will get there. But before we do, we would like to say we apologize for not recording last week or for our Pickums episode. Uh, Austin, Debbie, Sue Ellen, myself, and then another friend went to. The Ohio State game versus Indiana. And uh, if you didn't know, Indiana's trash. And we won 56-14. to 14. Yeah. Uh, that game was a lot of fun. It was so uh, fun. We recorded a little uh, saga of the events because Caden was stupid enough to not wear a coat or <laughs> any sort of real covering to a game in which snow was going to be involved. So you can check out Caden being cold for a full minute. Over on uh, our Instagram, ka underscore football. Swell would be so happy with me. With how many times? Oh yeah, we also have a TikTok. Yeah, apparently Debbie's gonna post that on. I mean, you guys Twitter. say all the time that like, oh, I was cold, but you guys caught me at my worst moment. Like for maybe five seconds of the game, I was like, like a little bit bundled up, like like the, for maybe five seconds, and that is right when he was filming me. Aside from that, I was totally <laughs> fine the whole game. Uh-huh. I don't care, like. I know you, you guys didn't see this. This wasn't on anything, but me and Sue, or Sue, me and Debbie, after the game, ran from the stadium back to the car shirtless. That's like a mile and a half away. It was. It's we decent, we sprinted it in the cold. So if we if I was really that cold, I don't think I would have done that. You know? Yeah. I didn't see you doing it. It's true. I didn't. You must have I, I wanted it. to be able to bail you out of jail when you got arrested for indecent exposure. Hey, we, we which were, almost happened. Yeah, sure. The, the cop looks at us because we went to a crosswalk. <laughs> we got to a crosswalk, and he just looks at us. Like, you know, like the cops, like they let you go or they let you pass. And we get up to him. He's like, he puts his hand there to let the cars go. And I was like, bro. And he goes, hey, don't get mad at me, guys. You guys did this to yourself. And we just laughed about it. So, I mean, we were fine. Based cop. <laughs> Based. But without further ado, let's get into the recap. The K&A Week Recap. All right. So, Austin, we'll start off. With the Thursday night game. Yes, we shall start there. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm going to say this from a very... I'm going to say this from just a not Panthers fan perspective. Just from a NFL fan perspective. No, I, he's not. He's not. I am. He's not. <laughs> I, I do not know what way the Panthers are taking this season. Never mind, he is. He's going from an NFL fan perspective here. You know, a lot of people can say they're tanking for a quarterback. Bryce Young, hopefully. Or, and some people are like, the division's trash. They're trying to win the division. One week tells you one thing. They're losing by 50 points to the Bengals. And then next week, they're beating the Falcons on Thursday Night Football. I mean, they won, I mean, they won this game. Deontay Foreman is... Incredible. He, him and DJ Moore are pretty much their entire team. They don't have a good quarterback. That's a proven fact. Yeah, they're winning, but not because of the quarterback. They have a good defense, running back, and receiver. But with all the teams that won yesterday, like the Panthers had second pe- peak, second pick going into the week, and then they won, catapulting them up in the draft, and they're like, oh, well, there goes the tank. So many teams lost or won yesterday that were low, mm-hmm. and Panthers now have the third pick again. So it's like they only went up one spot. So it's like, are the Panthers going to try to win the division, or are they going to tank? Like, I really have no idea. It's kind of, The Panthers, they can't really go wrong. I mean, they can either go and win, and that's great, or they can lose and get a quarterback, you know? 
Yeah. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's a weird it's a- spot that they're in because shockingly they are good enough to win games. Like the roster is like, yeah, they're good enough to actually win games and certainly take the division. Um, or at least get very close. Um, but they're also dysfunctional enough to where they could totally tank and you know, they not get, you know, fined by the league for ruining the integrity of the game, even though everyone tanks. For sure. I mean, what's crazy enough is it could get to the point, like last week of the season, where the Panthers are in a game, and if they win, they win the division, and if they lose, they end up with the top five pick. As yeah. as weird as that sounds, it's a legit shot that it could happen. Because that's just how awful the NFC South is, and I mean, whatever. But PJ Walker left this game, or he played the game, but it came out today that he has a high ankle sprain, and he's going to be missing a couple weeks, so... Baker Mayfield is back to the starting quarterback. Yeah, which, let's go. Baker's back. You're I mean, gonna lose so I mean, many games. Yeah, he's not good, but he's not any different than PJ Walker's played. All PJ Walker's been doing is giving it to Foreman. He's like, here, go run, and then every here and there on a third down, he'll throw a pass. I mean, I feel like Baker can do the same thing, but That's true. we'll see. Watch, watch this this week's uh this upcoming week's. Pigums episode to hear what we say about that, I guess. It's a good, good call. All right, so this game was over in Germany, across the pond a ways. Normally we play games in London, but uh, this, this week the NFL was like, huh, what hasn't Tom Brady done? He has never won a game in Germany. <laughs> so they decided to have a game in Germany and have Tom Brady play in it, uh, to which Tom Brady responded by destroying, not destroying, but... Putting up a pretty good show against a pretty strong Seahawks squad. So, you know, good job, Tom Brady. What was really interesting, though, what I've loved about this game, was that the stadium that they played in held somewhere around 65,000 people. The waiting list to get tickets for this game was 800,000 people long. Oh, my goodness. Germany wants... That's like all of Germany. Germany, (laughs) Germany wants the NFL. Okay, <laughs> NFL. Let's get a German team. Let's get an English Germany team. Wants the NFL more than the Let's fly them over here. Okay, would love it. Either way, uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks finally seemed to put some semblance of uh, teamwork together. Yeah. Uh, and if they continue to play like this throughout this last part of the season, it's you know pretty easy to see that Tom Brady knows all that really matters is that single elimination tournament at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And so if they can make it to the playoffs, it's all that matters. And if they can play like they did yesterday in the playoffs, I think they send a good shot to go pretty far. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Seahawks are a good team. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, the Bucks. I'm not, I think it's too early to just say, oh, they figured it out. They're the Bucks that we all wanted. Right, I agree. But they are progressing and right. getting better. But this is what we thought they would look like at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year. That doesn't mean this is how they'll be the rest of the year. But this is what we thought they were going to look like. Right. And I think the best part about this game was at the end of the game, toward like the last couple minutes of the game, the entire stadium, they were all singing along, like in unison, chanting, like singing West Virginia or yeah, like Country that. Roads and uh-huh. Sweet Caroline, like all this stuff. Like These the American NFL, they need to songs. do more things in Germany. Like it is <laughs> so hype. Like put a Super Bowl in Germany. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. I don't take, still don't want to take that oh, away. From maybe, maybe in a long That's time. Our maybe, That's our thing. That is our thing. JK, take that back. Edit it out. But <laughs> it is. It was really cool to see. I mean, yeah, it was really cool. W Germany for uh, you know having the most hype crowd. Mm-hmm. Certainly, uh, more hype than anywhere in LA. Yeah, <laughs> those fans suck. Um, so next game, it was uh probably. Oh boy, I didn't know we were this close to the game. The game of the ever. year Ooh. game of well certainly game of the year game of ever very in consideration debatable yes. very in the conversation mm-hmm. we thought that last year divisional round that chiefs bills was going to be the game of ever it went shot for shot in the last like two minutes of the fourth quarter both teams went crazy and we were like no this game can never be topped two heavyweights Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. In the biggest stakes. What could be better? In the playoffs. Yeah. To which Kirk Cousins responds the very next year with, hold my gold chains. <laughs> <laughs> they come out, okay? 
Buffalo is holding a 17-point lead at half. The Vikings yeah. decide, oh, wait a minute. Everyone's going to say that we aren't for real and we're pretenders. Exactly what they say. Because we're 7-1. and one, And everyone says that our schedule sucked. And also, we barely win these games. We need to prove the haters wrong. And so they come in there in that second half. What is... <laughs> what is... They come in there. Oh, Debbie, Debbie yeah. wants you to move your mic. Move my mic. They come in there in the second half. They come out swinging. Okay. You can't trust kickers. So the Vikings are down by four with <laughs> two minutes to go in the game. Justin Jefferson, I'm sure that you all have seen the catch. One of the greatest. I think. Sorry, Odell. The Odell move out of the way. doesn't compare it does to this not. one. The stakes were not near as close, and just the difficulty to keep it from hitting the ground. You can keep going. Justin Jefferson goes up. Okay, I honestly do not believe that Justin Jefferson caught this ball. It was in. He, it was, it on, was, it, it was an interception. This, fourth and eighteen as well. Fourth and eighteen. Kirk Cousins just decides for some reason to throw up a 50-50 ball, which he has like never done in his career. He is like the most conservative passer that there has ever been. He plays it so safe. He's like an above mid quarterback yeah. at best. Okay, he throws the ball. It literally gets intercepted. I swear to you, this ball is intercepted. Justin Jefferson, as he's going down with one hand, takes the ball from the Buffalo defender and then somehow manages to not have it bobble when he hits the ground and then also maintains possession. Like he catches, he catches it. I don't. Un- it was, if you haven't seen the catch, you need to go. Oh, well, here, here we, we go. go. Okay, I was like, Good job, Debbie. Debbie, you got to find this. Debbie pulls it up. Hop over to the YouTube if you're not watching. All right, yeah. So fourth and eighteen, two minutes to go. Vikings. If they don't get this, it is game over. Yeah, they're at their own twenty-seven yard line here. Kirk Cousins drops back, throws it into traffic. There's a lot of people there. Oh my gosh. Like, no one thinks that that's a catch other than the Viking sideline who's like, oh, why did he come down with that ball? That's kind of crazy. Go ahead and uh, fast forward a little bit to the, where the they replay. like slow mo to the replay. Here we are, right there. So the computers go crazy. <laughs> Our quality goes burr. Please give me something better than. Here. That's, that's definitely. <laughs> oh, there we oh, go. Wow. Okay, quality. Dang, this is a really good quality. All right. Literally, like, that ball is intercepted. Like, it's in the dude's hand. And he rips Justin it out. Jefferson responds with actually crazy. Give me that. Like, when... So, he goes... That, I was watching Red Zone. And for the last, like, 10 minutes of this game, it was literally... Red Zone was only showing this game. I mean, why yeah, would you obviously. Not? But he throws it. And he goes down. And all of a sudden, everyone starts screaming. And then me and my dad are like, there's no way he just caught that. And he shows the replay. Like, he comes up with the ball. It looks like he caught it. Like, surely they review and see. Mm-hmm. They show the replay. Like, I'm thinking there's no way that it doesn't hit the ground. And he shows he's coming down. But he, like, pulls his arm up. I, I seriously have no idea how this happens. Catch of ever. Literally. The I'm sorry. Nothing catch. will top. Nothing has topped that. That is the best catch I've ever seen. It is. But then the Vikings drive down the field. Then they come up to a fourth and, like, half a centimeter yes like they're literally like they could put their pinky finger <laughs> over the line of scrimmage and they have a touchdown fourth port down they go they run a play they throw it to wide open dalvin cook he just bobbles it up into the air dropped it but hold on there's a what's it called en- enforcement offsides. there like offsides on the defense yeah. yeah so vikings get another play they go i mean you need a literally millimeter QB sneak the ball, right? Yeah. That's, That's what they do. Is. They QB sneak it. Kirk Cousins gets it. He tries to get the push forward. He gets stopped. The Bills Twitter page tweets out the video and puts a fourth down, like, big fourth down stop. Ball game. It's seemingly over. All the Bills got to do, take a knee. But they're at the inch yard line, so right. they can't. They got to go forward. And so they snap. They go under center. Josh Allen takes it just to QB sneak forward and end the game. But he has trouble with the snap. Fumble, Vikings land on it in the end zone and score a touchdown to take the lead. Thanks, Debbie. Yep. Vikings take the lead. One of the craziest plays ever. But the game's not over. Bills go down, kick a field goal as as regulation expires to send mm-hmm. it into overtime. And then, and then Vikings win the toss and everyone's like, oh, like, oh boy. Bills lose on the toss again. 
Sad. But then in overtime, Vikings go down, they kick a field goal. I know. Oh, Bills get a chance. Yeah. I mean, hey, they got so much hate, or like all the Bills fans were like, oh, we didn't win last year because we didn't get a chance. They got their chance here. Here we go. And they go, they're driving down the field, they're at the 20 yard line of the Vikings. Automatically, you're in field goal range, but you can easily win the game. I don't know what Josh Allen was seeing on this play, but he throws it right into Patrick Peterson's hands. Interception, game over. Vikings win one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, and that pass that was intercepted in the end zone was literally on first down. Like, there's no reason you have to throw that. It's not like this is fourth down, this is game, whatever. Like, you, you can go to your next read. You can scramble out of the pocket and throw it away. Like, there's nothing that said you had to throw that. So that's just a bad decision by Josh Allen. That cost him the game. And, you know, after the game, he took the press conference really yeah. well. And he was like, you know, that snap that we fumbled, that was my fault. Everyone was like, oh, what about these other plays? No, my fault. I lost the game. So, I mean, as a... I'm sure that his teammates appreciate that, that he's not like some of these other big-name quarterbacks that then throw all their players under the bus. Well, this guy should have caught it. Aaron Rodgers, I'm talking about you. You know, the center sucks because he fumbled the snap. He's like, no, it's my fault. Yeah. I messed it up. I have a question for you. Do you think that this shows more about the Vikings or more about the Bills? More about the Vikings, for sure. Because, I mean, what this shows about the Bills is what we already knew, is that they're a great football team that can move the ball in 38 seconds, 100 yards. <laughs> like Exactly. I mean, and every team is going to have an off week. Right. And they just happen to have two in a row. Right. Two off weeks in a row, no big deal. Are they still going to make the playoffs? Most likely. Are they still going to make a deep run? Most likely. What this shows for me with the Vikings is that this is how they play football. It doesn't matter who they play. It doesn't matter the week. All that matters is that it's not primetime. And Kirk Cousins and the rest of the Vikings will they'll play scrappy football. They'll play till literally the final whistle mm-hmm. and they'll win by one score this is their seventh one score win in a row they have won seven in a row <laughs> yes like yeah it's this is how they play football and the vikings once playoffs hit they're obviously going to make it the afc or nfc north is pathetic when the playoffs do hit they are going to be throwing money at the commissioner to give them a one o'clock game for the playoffs and then when the super bowl so, comes Say they make it to the Super Bowl, they're going to be paying money to like, please move the Super Bowl to one o'clock. Like, come on, but we can't, we cannot have it. We cannot have it at night. Come on, but I mean, I agree with you. I think it shows a lot about the Vikings. I think it surprised a lot of people. A lot of people were like, "Oh, they have a cakewalk schedule." Yeah, whatever. It was crazy. It was a great game, game of the year. That's why I got so much love. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, we that's why it, so much love it got a lot of love from. Everyone, including us, that's why we spent a lot of time on that one as well. But yeah. Um so this is the Lions. Yeah, this is uh Lions Bears, sorry. Um I've lost my it works like the Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> um Lions Bears. Uh congratulations, Lions, on winning. Two in a row. Two in a row. Uh, this is how Dan Campbell turns his career around, hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll find out. Uh, but Justin Fields uh, continues to uh, prove why if he wasn't picked up in your fantasy league already, you probably want to claim him on who, waivers. Who in their right mind wouldn't have Justin Fields right now? After, I mean, After last week, literally every single league there was only one league that i was in that didn't have justin fields to which i immediately went and claimed him everyone in our league everyone him, also yes. claimed him and so he was just immediately taken up by the person in the last in waiver order and that was that i wish i could have traded spots in waiver orders i would have traded away cooper cup to bring <laughs> him up like no joke um this guy went crazy last week he had 178 rushing yards mm-hmm. this week he had 143. Oh, a nice one. I just like broke our whole <laughs> This week he had 143 rushing yards, so he was almost there. Um, unfortunately, his efforts were not enough because he is on the Bears. Because he's on the Bears. The offense is clicking, it's working. Justin Fields, the Bears letting Justin Fields play his game the way that Justin Fields wants to play the game instead of forcing him into a pocket passer role is what's winning them these games. Saying, Justin Fields, go ahead. The offense is yours. Play how you want to play. And then him going out there and being a playmaker, looking like an elite quarterback, is his throwing to the level of 
Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? No. Does he run around and make those backyard football plays like them? Yeah, he does. Unfortunately, the Bears' defense is absolute dog dookie. And mm-hmm. so the Lions come in and they can score 31 points on them. Like, every single game is an absolute shootout with the Bears because your offense is electric. But your defense sucks, and so that makes the other team's offense. I mean, it's like a lot of fun for Bears fans to watch no, every yeah, game. Every for game's sure, close. I love it because so many like ESPN people and just casual fans are like, like all of last year, and then like the first half of this year, like Justin Fields is another but another Ohio State bust. Like, why did they trade up all this to draft him? They thought he was their guy. He's clearly not. He's not a good. He's not mm-hmm. an NFL quarterback. And I'm like. Look who he's throwing the ball to. Like, and he's a runner. He has not ran the ball this year. Like he's, like like you said, they they changed the scheme for him, mm-hmm. and he's still got no receivers to throw the ball to. He's making, he's scoring thirty points with Cole Komet as his number one target. Like, right? Please, like if he can do that with this amount of weapons, imagine him with someone half decent. You know. And like he was under pressure every play, and he was just oh breaking tackle here, breaking tackle here, and like you said, their defense, man, like give him a half decent defense, and the Bears are a legit team, you know, like he, yeah. I love it for Justin Fields. He's gotten so much hate, and he's finally shutting up all of those haters, and he's like, right. I am an NFL quarterback. Put me on an actual team, even with this trash team, I'm making something here. Yeah, all the people who were hating on him a year ago, even three weeks ago, are now having to say, okay, you know, maybe he is good. Hey, but you know who doesn't have to say that? Us. Us. We said it the whole time. Because we're, we're field fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next game. What the heck do we have here? We have a message from Harold Mansfield asking what? why Caden changed his tune on the Panthers. He, he just typed that live or something? Oh. Yeah, crazy. Why did I change my tune on the Panthers? To what? Like, I don't know what that's meaning. Like, I don't know. You changed your tune, apparently. Like, my tune of, we're going to win out, or we're going to lose out, or? Probably, because you, you held both positions. I have held both positions. <laughs> I, I know, legit, right now, I don't know which position I hold, so. I don't know. Yeah. What... Also, Caden, what are your thoughts on the covered or uncovered stadiums? Oh, don't even talk to me about this. Here, Harold, if you are still <laughs> listening live, shoot me a text of what exactly you mean, and I'll answer that as once I get the text. Yeah. There we go. Let's see. Uh, anyway, great job, Bears. You're the best. Justin Fields is the best quarterback. Get him some defense and some help. All right, jump to that next game. Kansas City. Or no, I lied. Bears. Bears not, my goodness. Broncos, <laughs> Titans. Even better. Um, Titans, great job. You know, you won. Uh, Broncos, you did a good job shutting down Derrick Henry, really. Like, Derrick Henry did little to nothing in this entire game. Um, Broncos, you still suck. Yeah. Broncos country is not riding. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't know if there's more of a disappointing team aside from the Raiders who we're going to get to later. But they really just... They got no hope. I mean, nope. It's oh, Harold texted me. I'll answer that in a second. So they, <laughs> they got it's almost like he's watching live. Let's go. They got no. They got no hope. I mean, they traded away a lot of picks for their quote unquote franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to lead them. Clearly, you need to upgrade at the quarterback spot because he has just been one of the worst quarterbacks. Saving two hundred eighty million dollars. That is for what you're literally just handing money to. Like you're just throwing money in a lake or something. You're like, I don't want this. Like we just want. Like he's the equivalent. Like you could put Baker on that team and they would have the exact same results. Probably. There he is. So, like it's it's incredible to me. But yeah, Titans doing what they need to do. They're like kind of like the Jets. How they're just they're not gonna kill a team, but they're gonna do what they gotta do to win a game. So. Yeah. You know, I think this is a testament to how good the Broncos' defense is. Oh. I know what Harold's talking about. He said, changing your tune. You went from the Panthers to full tank to possibly winning the league. Wait, you went from Panthers full tank to possibly winning the league or tanking. Well, I think he wants me to say this. So last Wednesday, (laughs) we were at church and we were talking because the Panthers-Falcons game was the next day. And he was like, 
you can't root against your team, you know? Like, no, it was like a lot of consideration, you know? Like, I can't root against my team and the division sucks. It's really, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a really weird season for me because I'm also just holding on to the fact that I believe even if they do win games and get a high pick, they will use the draft capital they traded McCaffrey for and all that and end up trading for a high pick and get a quarterback. That's what I'm banking on. So I'm, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, honestly, if they lose this upcoming week, tank all the way until they win the next week. And I'm like, win it all the way, but it's just really weird for me. you know, it's just, yeah, they're in a very weird situation. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I can't really answer your question. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's nothing I've really ever seen. Sucks. Sucks to be in your position. But I think that uh, for the Broncos Titans, uh, it's a testament to how good the Broncos defense is and how good they're playing. Because if the Broncos would just score, this is how good the Broncos defense is and how bad their offense is. If the Broncos would just score 18 points in any of their games this year, they'd win those games. They'd be, if they won, if they scored 18 points in any of the last, of the last 10 games, they'd be eight and one. Broncos, your offense sucks. Yeah. You're the worst. You're the worst. Uh, but, yep. Good job, uh, Tennessee. Uh, not much else to be said. Yeah. Boring game. Not much to say about this next game either. Jaguars and Chiefs. I mean, we kind of expected it. Chiefs got the win. But the Jaguars, they stuck around. I mean, yeah, they're not a good team. Trevor Lawrence, you can keep considering. He's getting closer and closer to... Potentially, you can even call him a bust. Like, it's yeah, you a harsh reality for Jaguars fans that you might have to call him a bust because people were hyping him up, being like, like he's expected to be this superstar quarterback in a game like this in the second year in the league. He should be in these games, you know? And he's just like, yeah. it's like, yeah. Have you heard videos of his trash talk? No, his trash talk and his hyping up. His it trash is so bad. The like, there was a video week one. He, there are teams coming out of the tunnel, and the caption was like, you can't, this... Like, this would literally unmotivate me to play the game. And he's standing there. And, like, you normally want your player, and he's like, let's go, let's go beat him up. Like, you know, yeah. in the team hype. And he's standing there. They all huddle around him, and he's like, all right, guys, let's go prove something. Let's prove everyone wrong. All right, guys, let's go. That was it. That that was was it's it's our time speech. to show something. Oh, I'm ready to run through a wall for my quarterback. <laughs> yeah, and let's then, yeah, and then, for this guy. Right, and then, let's... like you said, his trash talk, he'll be there, and he'll be like, like, I don't even know. It's it, like, 52, I play better when you hit me. <laughs> come on, I, come on. Like, you can do better than that, or can't you? Like, that's his, that's his trash talk. Like, that's the worst trash talk ever, dude. He's the most monotone human being ever. <laughs> kind of goes with his playing style. Kind of Literally trash. the plain oatmeal of quarterbacks. Changed my mind. <laughs> what? Anyways. Yeah. Chiefs win, as expected. Juju dies. Juju's dead. There's no more G. Dude, that hit was A resemblance of the Tua hit. No, no, not the Tua hit, but the Tua reaction after the hit. His arms went up. Yeah, he would, like, that's like, you don't see targeting in the NFL, but that is cause for targeting. There's no flag. No, they threw the flag. Oh, they did? They threw the flag, and then they picked the flag up, and they're like, there is no call for, you know, hitting the defense. There is no call for uh, manslaughter. (laughs) (laughs) We will not be charging him with manslaughter here. (laughs) But yeah. Chiefs still dominant. Jaguars. Chiefs still won. still trash. Yeah. All right. What's the next game we got on here? Uh, uh Browns. Miami. Miami. It's talking about Miami. Okay. Uh, also, I guess we'll get to that question in one second. But uh, I'll talk about this game really quick. Um, <laughs> really quick, as he looks into the camera. As I look into the Ready camera. Ready for a long spiel. Just you and me, me and you, audience members, and me. Um. There's nothing we could have done. That, there's, that's, and yet, there's you still picked done. them. And you wonder why you're going to be going to a Waffle House. I will, If I pick the Browns every single week and I go to a Waffle House, it will be worth it to me. <laughs> because unlike you, I don't want to see my team I lose. don't want to see my team lose either. You've been praying for the tank. That is not true. Ever since week two. Ever since you <laughs> lost to us in week one, you're like, tank, tank season. No, the tank. no, no. That's what you said. I don't want to see I, a team. I don't, oh, don't want to see. Talk to me. I don't want to see the Browns lose. I want to see us win. And as soon as Deshaun Watson comes back, the gates will open and he will ride in on a white horse and he will lead us to victory. I firmly believe that. <laughs> um, but there's nothing we could have done. Like the, the Dolphins are a fantastic team. 
Speaking of, you just texted me Watson is the GOAT. Yeah, he is the GOAT. <laughs> um, like, there's nothing we could have done. The best we did, like, hands down to our defense, shut down Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They went for, like, zero yards this entire game. Like, against every other team, you know, they're hitting, like, these slants and run for 50. Okay, they go on these streaks and they hit them for 75. They did nothing this game. Now, the run game, completely different story. Okay, yeah. they ran all over us. But that's beside the point. I don't know why we didn't feed Chubb the ball. Uh, I feel like I should be on that sideline instead of Stefanski. And every play is just uh, give Chubb the ball, and every once in a while we'll put Kareem Hunt in on like a bubble screen or something. Yeah. That's the play call. I think it shows how good the Dolphins are. If Tyree Kill and Waddle have that like off of a game, and they're still scoring 39 points and dominating. I mean, they're a scary yeah. good team. Again, they remain undefeated when Tua doesn't die during the game. Yeah, when Tua's brain is not mashed potatoes, they win. Uh, we have a question, another question in the chat. Oh, I like these from, questions. I know, I like them. From uh, Daniel the Camel. Don't ask questions. Just we know who that. this is. Uh, yeah. Oh, Unfortunately. <laughs> Get out of our chat, Daniel. I'm kidding. Stay here. Uh, he says, uh, could the Colts finish with a better record than the Browns with Jeff Saturday? Oh, okay. Jeff Saturday, I will talk about this in a minute. He got the Colts to win. Granted, it was against the Raiders. Right, so is he really good, or is it just the Raiders? The Colts have, what, three wins? Four wins? The Colts have four wins. The Browns have three wins. I'm going to go with no. Browns will finish with a better record. I'm also going to have to go with no, because I really believe the Colts are, like, trying to lose. But they're not yes. gonna lose. Like they well, won they, they this didn't game. lose this week because the Raiders are also trying well, and to like lose. The team's gonna be like, yeah, we don't want to lose our first game for the guy, right, but for like Jeff, right? For Jeff, who's gonna be <laughs> off of our team in a year? But yeah, is he a Colts fan? He is. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry, bro. They might finish better than the Panthers, but they they may have finished better than the Browns. Deshaun so Watson comes back to play the Texans, and we're winning every game from there on out. Yeah. Firmly believe that. Yeah. If you have questions, keep saying them in. Yeah, I enjoy like this. Questions. All right. Um, Someone just fell down the stairs. <laughs> Danny, why is your family jumping down the stairs? Um, so this was Texans. Giants. At Giants. Um, Giants won 24-16. And that's the story. No, the real story is, is that the Texans are actually a better team than the record shows. I understand that we've been saying that about the Raiders and I would like to apologize for anyone who may have listened yeah, they to me. Suck. Because the Raiders the record uh is actually better than the team. <laughs> um and they only have two wins. But the Texans on the other hand keep on staying in these games. They keep on um playing well and looking like they want to win. Like despite the record, I like these other teams that have a chance to win. The Texans are like, no. We know we're bad, but we're going to try to win anyways. We're going to do our best. They get it close. Makes me scared for week 13. But, you know, whatever. We can't lose to the Texans, right? Uh, good job, New York. Saquon carried the ball 34 times in this game. Um, They're going to run him to the ground. They are. Saquon is an injury-prone running back. This is his first healthy season since 2016. Uh, you know, knock on wood that he stays healthy. But 34 carries in a game, and two weeks ago, he had, like, 36 carries. 2016. He was a rookie in 2018. Never mind 2018. <laughs> then. I don't know why I said 2016. 2016 was Zeke's rookie year. Man, getting all these mixed up. 2018, my bad. Um, so, yeah, giving him all these carries uh, to an already injury-prone running back, not advisable, if you ask me. I would not do that. But it seems to be working for them. They keep winning. And uh, Daniel Jones' career looks like it has been saved by the genius of... Why am I blanking on their coach's name? Uh, Brian Dable. Brian Dable. It's been saved by the offensive genius of Brian Dable. Right. But yeah, like you said, the uh, Texans, I think, are better than their record shows. I mean, Damian Pierce is kind of the Lamborghini of the uh, RV park. Yeah? Like, yeah. Is that, that my I good like that analogy. analogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, he's... Incredible, and the rest of the team is not incredible. I think that he's good enough. That's, that's profound. End of there. End of there. Next game. He's incredible. <laughs> the rest of the team is not incredible. Just profound words right there. Yeah. He should be a philosopher of some sort. Yeah. Um, so the next one is 
Steelers Saints. Um. Oh, I picked this game. Yeah. Well, we kind of went back and forth on this one because I wanted the Steelers, and then you were like, "No, I want the Steelers." <laughs> to which I was like, "That's exactly how I said it too." To which I was like, "As I'm, you know, weaving in and out of traffic, trying to keep us alive, driving to Columbus." <laughs> I was like, fine, Caden, you know what? I'll take the Saints then, because, you know, <laughs> I think that this game could go either way. To which the Steelers promptly responded with, haha, you thought. <laughs> and then they went and beat him by 10, because Andy Dalton has a end of game, like, I don't even know, crisis, mental breakdown. I don't know what he does at the end of games, but he just ceases to exist <laughs> as an entire quarterback. Um,. Yeah, nothing like Steelers. Good job winning. T.J. Watt was back for this game. Good job. I did not know that he was. He was back for this game. Um, and that's that's it. Saints, yeah. you you are a dysfunctional organization. I would like to toot my own horn a little bit. For I mean, what? Like, because because Bully because me into no, no, picking no, no, the Saints no, 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 while no. I'm driving back, us to Columbus. Back a couple weeks ago, I said the Saints. Well, Debbie said for me. I told Debbie to say this that the Saints won't win another game until they get a new quarterback. And then you, when he said that, you said, I don't think that that's the case. I think that they'll still win games, but I don't think that they're good. But this is probably the most winnable game that was left on their schedule for sure. And they didn't look good. I'm looking we'll like see. I was right. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Never know. All right. Now, the infamous oh. Colts Raiders game. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. The Colts decided they couldn't win on Sundays, so they brought in Saturday. Um... <laughs> Look, on October 30th, Jeff Saturday, sitting on a couch somewhere, eating a bowl of Cheetos, tweets out, the Raiders look bad. Very profound words from Jeff Saturday. Yes, he was he Literally, was an ESPN analyst. Yes, two weeks later, comes in, it's the interim head coach. No coaching experience. With the only coaching experience being as a high school coach, and he went like... Three and seven. Went three and seven. Terrible record. And uh, comes in. Like his his coaching resume loses to high school teams, beats the Raiders because the Raiders are equivalent to a middle school team. <laughs> I mean, they went they they were starting uh, Sam Ellinger, who wasn't good, and then they brought in Matt Ryan. They brought Matt Ryan. They, back they brought in. him back. They're like, we bench you. Nah, you're you're back, bro. And he played really good. Jonathan Taylor looks back to where he we all expected him to be. He yeah. had a finally had another good game. And the Raiders, man, they are just so bad. Did you see the video of Derek Carr at his press conference? Crying in his press yeah. conference. Because he was saying, like, <laughs> no, he was legit crying. Like, he was, like, very emotional. He's like, but the thing he said made me mad. He's like, the coaching staff doesn't deserve this. Put the blame on the coaching staff. Like, don't, like, I get, like, defending your people, but they're the sole reason that you are so bad. Yeah, they, every coach in that system will not have a job on the Raiders organization at the beginning of next year. Yeah, people can blame Derek Carr. People can blame the players. But you don't go from a respectable, a playoff team last year, getting Devontae Adams, getting Chandler Jones, and getting all these good players, and getting so much worse. That's because of your coaching. Put it on the coaching. I don't. I get understand. I understand being like the team player and not blaming the coaches. But this is solely on the coaches. Yeah, there's no way around that. Um, the Raiders owner said today that he's happy with McDaniel's performance. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, I saw something Dude, and they not. said, they said like Derek Carr will take someone to fall before their coach. And I was like, I hope that's fake because he's been respectable his whole career. And now he has the greatest weapons he's ever had, but he has a horrible head coach and they suck. That is the coach. Get rid of the coach before you get rid of the proven veteran quarterback, you know? Yeah. There's not that many, like, coaches that, like, come in their first year and then immediately get fired. This is but there, there are a couple coaches that, like, very good opportunity for There's them to be done after Two of them this year. Yeah. Um, Caden, what's worse for the NFL? Miles Garrett's hype or not covering NFL stadiums? <laughs> I'm. I know who submitted this question, but <laughs> I don't even know if I can answer this legit. 
<laughs> in my opinion, Miles Garrett's hype because I don't think it's a big deal with the NFL stadiums not being covered. We talked about this on Thursday because the Panthers, the fans at the Panthers game were just getting drenched on. And then you and a couple other people were like, oh, like they should cover the stands so that like they're not getting wet. Like they're not getting mm-hmm. like poured on. But like that's part of football. It's always been a part of football. If you're going to go pay to watch a football game, you need to know I might have to go sit through rain. I might have to go sit through this. Like No, but that like detracts from fans coming because they don't want to get No, wet. but it's they a part of the experience. Implement the European soccer stadium strategy where I the fans get covered. The players get wet, the players get snowed on, the players get the elements, but all the people in the stands don't have to be like you and be freezing cold when they make bad decisions on what to wear to football games. <laughs> Either way, next game, we're leaving it at that. Uh, <laughs> next game was uh, Cowboys-Green Bay. Hey, look, Green Bay learned how to win. They did what we, what everyone's been saying to do. They ran the ball all the time. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball what? 20 times. Aaron Rodgers threw 20 times. To put that in perspective, Malik Willis, rookie quarterback, played two games in the last two weeks, or last three weeks because he didn't play this week. He threw the ball 10 times in each game. Rookie quarterback, he completed six of those passes. Aaron Rodgers, reigning two-time MVP, back-to-back MVPs, reigning three-time MVP, but back-to-back MVP winner, threw the ball 20 times. Hey, why? Because they won them the game, because they have the greatest running backs. them games. Good job, Matt LaFleur. You listen to us. Right, and then when they do run the ball more, like a lot more, it opens up the pass game for every now and then when they do throw. Christian Watson, rookie wide receiver, he's had his struggles this year. He had, could have could be his breakout game. He had three touchdown catches. He had yeah. a great game. That opens up the pass more because the defense really has to keen in to stop the run because you're just running it every play, and you're there. it's working every time. It opens up the pass. Yeah, it does. Run the ball more. You end up winning games. This game went to overtime. Um, how the Packers take the Cowboys to overtime, I have no idea. But And then win much less. Goodness. Uh, but they won. That's what matters. Their five-game losing streak is now over. Is this a turning point for Green Bay? Probably not. Do people want to think so? Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's not going to be a turning point. Green Bay will still suck. Uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No. Uh, which is sad to say because I do like Aaron Rodgers. but I don't think he's going to get the three-peat. Uh, he's not going to. I was really pulling for him, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to get it. Um, let's see. The next game here, Cardinals-Rams. The okay. battle of the backups. Battle of the backups. Which team has the backup quarterback? You know, they say that you're only as good as your backup quarterback. 49ers took that to a different level, and they were like, oh, let's just make our backup quarterback like a starting quarterback. Um, to which the LA Rams responded with, what if we just have no one as our backup quarterback? Who is Who was their backup quarterback? John Wolford. Who? Exactly. Who is this guy? We have no idea. They pulled him off the street at the beginning of the game. Matthew Stafford uh, suffered, I don't even know, what's he hurt with? A concussion. Concussion? Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was still a concussion. Yeah. If, whatever. So... Matthew Stafford is ruled out for this game, to which they start uh, Joe Schmo, who's standing outside the stadium asking people to sell him tickets so he can get into the game. And the Rams say, hey, you, can you throw a football? We saw you throw that at the tailgate party earlier. Uh, why don't you come on inside and you'll start for us? To which he said, ah, cool. Do, um, I, do I get paid? <laughs> do I get paid? And they say, uh, yeah, we'll give you some of Sean McVay's Campbell soup. Um, and the Cardinals... Started Colt McCoy, who is the actual quarterback. Actually exists. People yeah. know who he is. He's got a resume of being a backup quarterback that comes in, wins game, doesn't make stupid decisions. He was a starter for a little while as well. Pretty, you know, obviously he's a backup, but he's obviously a respectable backup because he won. Uh, Kyler Murray feigned a hamstring injury so he could go and play more Call of Duty. You know, he's at the game. No, he was playing Call of Duty. Don't. Yeah, he was in a blue tent. And he had his, like his Xbox stuff. Uh, that's in there. exactly right. He was he was there. <laughs> he wasn't there. Um, Rams, you suck. Yeah, they are in a lot of trouble. If they don't pick things up next week, or Dude, the they week need to after, pick things up two weeks ago. Right, they are in legit shot of missing the playoffs. Like they are, they have fallen off big time. Yeah, and they, now Cooper Cup is out for at least two weeks with. 
Yeah, so who are you going to throw to with an already struggling Matthew Stafford? Who? He hasn't thrown to anyone else. Like, like literally, he's uh, thrown to no one else. And, and they still haven't been good with Cooper Cup, so no. I don't know how... I don't know what they're going to have to do, but they're going to have to go sign more Joe Schmoes till they hit one. Um, they don't have, like, a pick for the next, like, two years. <laughs> like, I swear, like, they have no picks. They're completely capped out yeah, on w- salary space. Was it worth it, Rams, to trade away your next 15 years of existence for one Super Bowl? They thought that they'd get at least three out of it. I mean, I think like, everyone did. Yeah, everyone was they like... They had a dynasty team built, and then they're like, oh, we got our Super Bowl? Nah, we're done. Next 15 years, we're a joke. I don't know how you do that. You trade away everything for one year. Like I said, like you said, everyone thought that they were going to get at least three Super Bowls out of this. They traded away everything to make a big push to be the best team in the league, and then they went ahead and they're going to miss the playoffs. They don't have any picks. They don't have any salary space because they're paying all these big-name stars all this big money to keep them around. And they have no fans. And no one shows up to their games. I don't know what they're going to do, but you better figure it out, and I don't feel sorry for you. I hope you enjoy your $500 billion stadium that two people go to when it's the teams that you're versing. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, And the last game was last night's game, Sunday night game, Chargers-Niners. Um... This Chargers game did not win. Is not right. Yeah, Chargers did San not win. San Francisco won this game. I did not feel that. Uh, my uh, Sue Sue Ellen did the scores, and I did the picture. So blame Sue Ellen. But yeah, the Niners won the game. They were losing for a lot of the game. Chargers were like, "Hey, maybe this is the Chargers team we were looking for." And then the Niners took the lead at the very end, won the game. I hear a lot of people saying like, "Justin Herbert's washed. He's not good." He was throwing the ball to Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, and and tell me if you heard those people before. No, but no. those are the only two that I can name. The other two people on the other two starting receivers, I can't even tell you their name. Like anyone who says he's washed makes like that's one of the worst arguments I've ever heard. Tom Brady couldn't do anything with those weapons. Yeah, he had no weapons to throw to. And they still put up with like a decent game. So good job, Justin Herbert, for you know not getting out of this game. But you know if you don't have any receivers, there's only so much you can do. <coughs> Aaron Rodgers. Um, but the 49ers obviously won this game. Uh, shockingly, um, Christian McCaffrey only had like 35 yards. Yeah, they don't know how to utilize game. him. They don't. Bring, they, him they, back they, to they the knew how to use him the first game. First game, they're like he's going to rush for, or sorry, second game actually, he's yeah. going to rush for every yard that we have. And he's going to throw for one, two. And catch. And catch him. Like, he had the triple crown. But this week, they just couldn't use him. Probably just a fluke. He's a great running back. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Um, and the Chargers play primetime Sunday Night Football again next week against the Chiefs. Whoever wins that game will be first in the division. No way. The way. Chargers are 5-5. Five and five. They'll be first in the division. I promise. I don't believe you but you can keep talking either way chargers get a double primetime slot and that's pretty much all i have yeah no the the chargers have are five and four and the chiefs are seven and two that does not add up okay so the chiefs will be seven seven and three three, and and they'll be six and four with the tiebreaker no but the record's better the chiefs have the better record yeah we'll see what happens the, 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 Chiefs will, the Chiefs will lose in between then and now. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll lose like on Wednesday. Exactly. Um, so that's the game for this week, other than tonight's game, which is, who is it, Eagles? Eagles and Washington. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Washington. You lost. Can the undefeated streak continue? I say yes. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, uh, do we have our results for our scores, Debbie? I believe we do. Yes, we do. I uh, took, I got worse. Yeah, I took a <laughs> decent, a more respectable lead this week. I'm at 85, so 57, 85 and third, 85 and 63, man. And Austin is at 70 and 78. Austin really needs to pick it up, or else he will be under 500 end of the year, which is not good. And he will be eating 24 hours at a Waffle House. Yeah. 
This is no there, there's no words to describe how disappointed I am in these results. Um, to be honest, I think that it's the lack of weapons at receiver. It's the play calling that the coach is making. I have to. I have to agree. It's all on the coach. Um, it's it's really the coach's fault. I mean, like, it's not my fault. Um, channeling my inner Aaron Rodgers here. Uh, it's everyone else's fault but my own. I take no responsibility for these actions. Exactly. This is this is the producer's fault. This is Debbie's fault. This is. <laughs> This is scripted. This is what the people don't know. Is this is scripted? It's scripted to be this way. This isn't. These aren't actually my picks. They're forcing me to make these. Dude, people are gonna legit think you're serious. <laughs> I'm not being serious. <laughs> you can't see the sniper rifle behind the camera, but it's forcing me to say that. Yeah. Before we do go, we know it's been kind of a longer episode. There was a lot of craziness to talk about. Yeah. But there's a Thursday night game, so we should probably pick it because we won't be here to pick it. Right. We'll be here, but we right, won't. Be, but we won't. We'll film it. Film before then. Yeah. So the Thursday night game this week is drum roll, please. Titans at Packers. Man, Packers, why do you have to do me like this? I know who I got. Man, every people are gonna think that my word means nothing. I'm picking the Packers. Yeah, I'm, gonna pick the I'm Packers. just picking. The, I I knew you were gonna say that, so I'm I was gonna, gonna say that before you could, so that it doesn't sound like oh, Kaden's just picking Austin's pick, so he can. Yes. No, I have to. I have to go Packers. Okay. Look, I know that. Every every yeah. every other week I say every other week I say there's no way I'm picking the Packers again. They're a dysfunctional organization and they're so the worst. Why you're I'm picking the Packers, Packers as well. This is why you both are. <laughs> I have a better I have a better percentage. But no one will ever know that you're lying. You're not I telling the truth. No, you're not. Yes, no, do. you don't. How how would you ever prove that? No one will ever know. You're lying. But yeah, I mean, I feel like all the Packers need to do is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and they win. Titans aren't all the Titans need to do is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and they might win. Well, it's going to be a very boring run the ball, run the ball, run the ball game. But hopefully, yeah. But run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But yeah, we both got Packers. Yeah, got Packers for that one. But yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we go? I know this was a longer episode, it's longer, but I don't think I think I said everything. There's nothing else you want to say. No, nothing else I want to say. You're sure that's it. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. We'll see you this uh, later this week.